Hello, friends. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth of Roots. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by GW District. 110 black-owned businesses have their merchandise listed here. Find them at shopgwdistrict.com or go to the App Store. Wanted to give a quick shout-out to all of our international guests. We uh, just recently, on our interactive map, started picking up people from India. India. I don't know how they heard about the show, but Kanapur Jalandahar uh, Rajukot. I can't pronounce these. I'm sorry. But if you're in India listening to the show, I don't know how you found out about us. But I'm glad you're here. We've got people all over the map. we got people up in Germany. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce those names. Anyway, all over the globe. Anytime somebody listens to the show, it pops up on this interactive map. People all over the United States. It's really cool to see this kind of stuff. Anyway, my guest today is a return guest from episode 12. She started off as an opera singer and transitioned into jazz. And now she spends most of her time, especially with coronavirus, entertaining the um, retirement communities. Um yeah, you, if you've been listening, you remember our guest today, Ruby Weston, and uh, we can't uh, we we can't express to you how glad we are to have Ruby back on the show. Ruby, thank you so much. This is a uh, great episode. Ruby sings for us, not once but twice, and uh, I, I did as much as I could with the audio to make sure it was clean and uh, perfect representation of her talented voice. But you're going to have to hear this woman in person, and if you need to find any information on Ruby or how to get her to your event or maybe your long-term care facility, you can go to rubywestonconcerts.com. You can find her on Facebook, YouTube, all the stuff. Also, there are links in the show notes. So, anyway, once again, I've talked too much. Thank you all for being here. Let's start the show. I'm I'm hearing you, but I'm not hearing you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, he's nice, okay. Yeah. And so now to hear you after all of that, okay, I believe you now. Well, <laughs> I tell people, I'm like, hey, listen, if you did, if if your episode wasn't performing well, and not that that even matters, but I wouldn't go out of my way to say something if it wasn't doing well. You know, I would just be like, you know, let's not talk about it. <laughs> so whenever I tell people, they're you know they're. They're desired and people are enjoying their episode. I mean it. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. It's funny because a lot of my friends, they did listen to it and they were really surprised that you got like a full hour. Because a mm-hmm. lot of times, you know, in podcasts, you just get like, you know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, yeah. half hour. They were like, oh, wow, I I got my whole drive to work and everything. And so yeah. it was really, really cool. But everybody was fussing about where, where was the music? What was going on? And, I, and I'm like, I'm not going to just crash this man's podcast. And, hey, let's make this about me. No, but, it's all about you. It's absolutely about Ruby. <laughs> um, and actually, that day, I kind of cut it short because I had I had stacked my interviews too close together. So I was running everybody out of the room like, I got to get you out of here. Oh, okay. <laughs> and and uh, that just, that was terrible. And then actually the, the place that we were recording was just, it was Grand the construction Central Station. Was going on. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so um, it was just one thing after another. And I, I actually felt like we got robbed of a, a great opportunity. So I'm glad that we got to do it again. Oh, yeah. This was when you contacted me. I was like, oh. Be back. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Either he's bored or no. <laughs> That's good. No, for sure. For sure. And um, 
Yeah, aside from it being a episode that performed well, it's, I told you we had a. I felt like we had a great connection. We so did. It's, it's cool. It's fun hanging out with people that you you really jive with, you know. And we we just kind of. I don't know. The conversation just flowed well. So. It did. It was fun. I mean, you know, and it's weird, especially for me as an adult. You, it's not kindergarten, so you're just not like, oh, am I going to make any friends? You, you know. <laughs> yeah. So when you meet a person as an adult, and you're like, wow, um, I think I made a friend. You feel a little silly, but you're just like, you know what? No, he's he's a friend. It's a he's good, cool. It's a good feeling. I yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, especially having moved down to Austin to take that job I just I don't know anybody and I'm like well, I need some friends down here so but just like me and you met I've been uh, interviewing people down there and I met uh, uh, several really cool people and this last uh, interview I did with Andrew and Jana uh, Green mm-hmm. they're psychotherapists they've got a practice that they opened up back in like September it's basically brand new cool but they're just awesome people so we're gonna have breakfast soon and probably go to the gun range and it's good we're friends now and even though you're far (laughs) away you'd be surprised and i've learned this as i've gotten older people are willing to travel for you yeah they'll they'll come to see you because i think they're going through the same things oh yeah so it's like you know what i'll drive an hour to see a familiar face absolutely you know some catch a plane even you know yeah. so yeah. yeah if you're ever having a dinner party i'll i'll come all right <laughs> yeah yeah i've got some friends up in uh colorado springs and you know we're, we're constantly trying to make plans and see each other and stuff like that so yeah i think the older you get the, the more important those those old friendships become absolutely know? absolutely because the unfortunate part is you know you, you watch other people pass away and you're like man my group of friends is getting real slim. Yes, and it's it's great to have people that know you. You can be yourself around them. They uh-huh. know who you are, how you are, and even if you like, if you're not having a great day, you know they're not going to be like, oh well, that's it for him. You know, okay, yeah. he's not having a great day, and they right. allow that, and uh-huh. it's fine. And you pick up where you left off when you see him again. So it's one thing. This whole 2020, whatever you want to call it, um, <laughs> I, I, I I could say some words that probably would be good for. <laughs> You know, but um, <laughs> it's taught you that um, you definitely value people's time because the times that you could go see anyone and now you can't. And I see people all the time and I don't want to get all depressing, but, you know, that are going to see their loved ones and are waiting outside in the cold to have somebody brought to a window so they can literally just feel the warmth through the window. And I know we've all just taken those moments for granted when you could go see anybody at any given time. And now, oh, my God, I can't wait to just see anybody now yeah. you know what i mean so uh yeah the, just the moment of time is just so valuable now more than ever that you know that if somebody gives you a moment of their time it's special yeah you know because they didn't have to do that yeah. they really didn't and there are times that you can't mm-hmm. and so yeah you know i just appreciate that now <laughs> no i i get it it's a. Uh it's, I mean, things are different, and it, hopefully, you know, it, out of out of any kind of tragedy, um, people are able to walk away with a, a little bit of an insight. And I th- I think that's probably our our twenty twenty insight is yeah. You know, you're you're not you're not actually guaranteed anything. No, you're not even guaranteed uh, the freedom to. 
to to get to go see your loved ones. No, no, that that can all. be taken away from you. Going to the so. store can be taken away. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's can be taken away. Yeah. So yes, exactly. even some of the frivolous things that we appreciate. You know, you just it's like I was like, I just want to make double. I just want to make double. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you know, just but, get out of the damn house, right? Anything, anything. Yeah. Now I was fortunate because, of course, I have four kids, mm-hmm. and they two of them are grown, and they all quarantine. We all quarantine together, right? And so it was cool. So it was really funny because sometimes we would take pictures, and people would be like, "Oh my God, you're out and about and doing stuff." I'm like, "No, these people live with me," and like my eldest son. Um, it was his birthday and you know we took pictures we did like a little silly TikTok or whatever and it really looked like we were in a nightclub because everybody's <laughs> dancing trying to get in the little camera lens so we're all crouched in here together and we're dancing we're being silly but you know we all live there and it was funny I said you know I can't even post this because <laughs> people will fuss at me and yeah. so you know what I mean but it is what it is but Man, um, let them fuss <laughs> let them fuss yeah but I'm sure look they're they're real nice about it but I'm sure they're ready to, to get away from me now like mom we love you but we gotta go <laughs> I gotta show our if you're if you're listening you can you can see this on the YouTube uh, channel or you can just use your imagination but Ruby brought me the full jaws well that's yeah that's all three of them there's well a, there's there another are, one right well there's four but yeah. you saw the first one so i was right. fortunate enough to find the ones you didn't see two three and four so yeah. now i told you three sucked thank you so much <laughs> so <coughs> excuse me full transparency this is going to hurt your feelings a little bit but i did see the second and the third one okay so, but now I have the full collection you right do. here on one disc. So this will be cherished forever. Okay. Um, <laughs> and you can see four. Like. You were right. Jaws 3 was terrible. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. But 4, they redeemed themselves in 4. You haven't seen that? Which one? The last one. Is that the one where the wife yeah. kind of falls in love with the pilot? Yeah. Spoiler alert, folks. Yeah, yeah. Boom. I'm sure everybody's seen it. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I did see that one, and it was good, and it was it kind of kind of broadened the the entire franchise because it kind of took it in a, a totally different direction. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that, that was cool. That poor woman. The whole time, I'm just like, stop it, lady, stop it. What are you doing? No, stop it. I know. But that shark, there was some magic in that shark. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Some dark magic. Oh, yeah. But what I liked about it was it came full circle. If you watch the whole thing, her issue with her husband, though she loved him so much, was that he was obsessed Mm -hmm. with the shark. And she finally, in those final moments, understood him. Yeah. Because then she became obsessed. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I get it. Dang. She was out there getting people killed, though. (laughs) Yes, she was. God. Anyway, you're right. You're 100% right. Jaws 3. Is that where the term they jumped the shark came from? I don't know, but it, that we can use it for that. But if you notice, <laughs> people say this a lot, and it's the number three in most franchises uh-huh. always sucks. I remember you saying yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, you before know. Before did bring it back. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. Right. So, 
we'll we'll, we'll save it. So it's now, saved. Now we got to find another franchise to obsess yes, over. Yes, we do. Well, <laughs> look, we've they've given us plenty of time. Yeah. I've been doing nothing but watching Netflix, right. and yeah. I, I used to feel bad about it. Now I'm just oh man, it's it's some great <laughs> stuff. On now I don't even answer my phone anymore. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm watching this now. Call you like, back? Uh, yeah, and um, I've so I'm, I'm going broke because I've subscribed to about all the streaming oh, services no. that you could possibly because then you get you know because the first when they all came I'm like I'm not doing that I'm right. not doing that yeah right because they know what to do they give you like a great show on one streaming service that you don't subscribe to and you gotta watch it now yeah. and um, well of course I have kids so I had to do Disney Plus yeah and choice. of yeah. course and I'm a huge Star Wars fan and um, the Mandalorian mm-hmm is amazing it's all I keep hearing you gotta see it and see I'm still on the side of the fence I've got my foot down I've drawn a line I am not getting any more streaming services and <laughs> that's the only reason I haven't seen The Mandalorian well look look look, look Disney's gonna be mad at me get it watch The Mandalorian no, no. <laughs> well that's no. the move that's the move so what you do you you know you got your streaming services you burn one up and then you, you get rid of it for a little while and go get another one yeah right? and then get the free trial and you just watch it in your free trial mm-hmm. which you'll be if you have the time yeah. you will like it so much because I finished that series it was two seasons in like a week <laughs> I did <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it now it's awesome but the reason why I bring it up is because a lot of people if you are a Star Wars fan um, you know the original six movies of course the right. first three which yeah. were four five and six mm-hmm. and then they brought back one two and three right. which were really good and you could keep that set and that set was great now a lot of people would say the ones after that were trash which I thought they were too um yeah and I had stopped I was like okay I'm done with it I can't do it I can't do it but then if you watch The Mandalorian you're like oh okay okay back in the game they're back in the game if they go that route from now on they're good. They got me. I'm, I'm with that. You know, so we'll see. We'll see. It's but. really impressive. Well, I think what... I, well, I don't know. If I had to uh, make my own assumption here, I would, I would think that they were trying to tailor the new Star Wars movies to kind of chase the, the perceived... Uh, desires of the new generation, right? Yeah. And, and try to try to keep up with the times. Yeah. And they really screwed up. They should have stayed as close as they could to the original format. Yeah. You know, yeah, which one. which they tried to creep back into. You Did notice they're they're at like the end. They're trying to tie it back in with. Yeah. Uh, What's the one with Kylo Ren and the the new girl? So oh yeah, I I know. What you're so talking at about the me. end of it, it's like they're back in their old uniforms, mm-hmm. and and then the know. old stars were there too, which helped with the nostalgia a little bit. Right. But it was like uh, I, not so I can't much. tell you how disappointed I was with uh, Luke Skywalker. They, <laughs> I mean, they just shit the bed on that one. That was awful. Awful. You're, yeah. you're, you're expecting you're expecting like something like Neo from the Matrix. You know, he's mm-hmm. he's it's, it's Luke Skywalker, it is. right? And he was just such an idiot. Well, and the sad and part weak. about it is Mark <laughs> Hamill is a phenomenal actor. Yeah. They could have used him to do and say so much more. He's so great, mm-hmm. and people don't realize this. He's on a lot of other shows and voiceovers with cartoons and things like that. So some of the things that they don't realize now that they love that's him and I'm like why didn't you allow him to be great we love him and 
he's one of the few that we have left of right. the original franchise. So I'm like, okay, unless you're going to bring Yoda back. <laughs> we ain't got nothing left. It's terrible. Yeah. So they've got to they've got to bring in some new blood, but they got to try to stick to that original Star Recipe, Wars thing, yes, you know? Definitely. Well, hopefully, I don't know. Maybe they switch directors and uh, John Favreau directed most of the Mandalorian and you can definitely tell huge difference mm-hmm. in just the directing choices, the artwork, the music is great. I love the fact that they used a lot of um, older actors that we're familiar with from the 80s. Right. You know, I think Nick Nolte's in there, Carl Weathers, a lot of people that you and I will recognize and they're right. like, yes, these people, my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, hopefully if they stick with those directors, but of course we know it's a lot more to production than it's politics money <laughs> you know who knows well I've got to so, thank you because yeah. I feel like you have justified my subscription to Disney Plus now <laughs> I don't even have to think about it I don't have to feel bad about it Ruby said it was okay so it's, it's, it's awesome they're, they're making some good stuff on there I mean but that show if you were going to start out something definitely worth it I will say that because I bought it for the kids yeah. and I was on it the entire time to the point where my kids brought me a Mandalorian <laughs> mug for Christmas and I, it's probably one of my favorite gifts now so that's that's so. what they need to do they don't even have to go all the way back to the original trilogy now they just need to figure out why the Mandalorian was such a success and then now now they've got a new blueprint just stick with that yeah or I maybe so. find the two commonalities between the original franchise and the Mandalorian and there's right there where it comes together that's yeah. <laughs> I mean because the storyline it, it was simple it wasn't a whole lot He, res- but what I liked about it he re- revisited all the planets that we were familiar with okay. some of the people that were still there in their culture so you were already if you watched the original franchise you're, you're already familiar with how they do things now um, where, where in the, the story does it kind of right actually right after it's like post uh return of the jedi so we know that yoda's gone we know that you know the i guess it's the empire's been defeated so we think right and so that's the part where you're just like okay well what happened with the rebellion so you know then you go to the outskirts you know kind of like even now in this world you say oh this law was passed and then you go to certain states and find out it's not being followed oh they don't know about that law right (laughs) right or they're so far out nobody's traveling that far to enforce it Mm -hmm. and so then you start finding out oh the empire didn't completely die and the Mm. rebels are doing something different and okay you know what I mean so it, it gets really interesting the way he travels all over the place and of course it's so funny is because um, a lot of people are, I've seen a lot of memes and they're just like the Mandalorian he's just he's trying to make it in the gig economy <laughs> and, and that's what he's doing he's gigging from planet to planet to planet and it's like you know DoorDash bounty hunters <laughs> and pretty much I think everybody gets it because he literally from planet to planet he doesn't have a real job and you he's know no he goes Right. Yeah, and when he goes wherever he goes, if his ship is broken, he goes into town and just finds a job for the day. Like, hey, I need to get my ship fixed. What you got? Mm-hmm. And they tell him to do a thing, and he does the thing, and then he gets the ship fixed and he leaves, and then he goes somewhere else. And you know, and I love it because you know that's everybody's life right now. Like, <laughs> do you so. think that's why it's such a hit? 
It might just be. It might just living be. that gig economy. Oh life. yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So you know, you're feeling it. You're definitely feeling the whole. You know what? You can't go mainstream on this. You got to while you're waiting for everything to come back online. You've got to do what you got to do. And I think people are really feeling that now. So and then you still get you know in space and it's fights and you know it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So. <laughs> we could definitely sit around and watch movies together. Do you think Ruby Weston would make a good bounty hunter? I would. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I would cuz I'm I'm definitely going to find it. I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not going to fight you. I can't fight you, but you know, um I'm, I'm I can find you though. You'll use your mind to overpower them and Absolutely. And then get what um, you need. I'll just sing and then <laughs> <laughs> that that'll be it. So you're either gonna love me or hate me or tell me to shut up. Well, that'd be a, that'd be a real good gig economy bounty hunter too. Because I mean, if if there's no bounties, no tickets to chase, you've got your voice. So you yeah. could you could always do that. Go to the nearest cantina, do a couple sets. Yep, pull out the hat, <laughs> just give it. There, I've done it. I've done it. Some days you just have to have that jar out there <laughs> yeah. and do what you got to do. It'd be two people in the audience, and you just go for it. You know. Speaking of, you brought music, and we've already set up the the Bluetooth with the Roadcaster. Yes. So we my did. my guest, this is not an ad for Roadcaster, but my guest is going to be able to use her phone, which we've connected to the Roadcaster to play music for us awesome. and i'm gonna try not to blast our ears out so i'll start out soft so now okay am i gonna you can set it, it for it? oh are, it you, are you singing or what, what What are we doing it whatever you want me i'm yeah i'm saying okay what do you want me to sing into here or here okay i was confused i thought we were playing music but you're gonna play music and sing oh okay is that okay yeah so i'll turn on your so the mic is on so you don't have to use that if you don't want to you okay. could you could just fold that up and I'll crank down that microphone so now you can hear yourself. Hello. But oh. you've got a microphone. Cool. There so we I'll go. I'll try to do that, and your music should be good. All right. Well, <clears throat> I'm going to give you a quick addendum. Okay. Well, you follow me on Facebook, so I know you've noticed that, um, I guess about maybe a month ago, if not that, um, I lost one of my senior friends in uh, one of the senior communities but we had a special song that we sang together every time I went to visit her yeah. and of course of course, it was really sad because of COVID so you couldn't really visit or anything like that but right. I want to sing I want to share the song I used to sing for her every awesome. time because she was a dementia patient so she wouldn't remember a lot but yeah. she would remember that and everybody just loved it seeing her remembering and being herself when the song was on so. is it okay to tell us her name? Her name is Mickey. Mickey. Yes. All Mickey. right. So this is for Mickey. And this is when she used to try to bring her memory back when we were there. Okay. With a love that's true, always. When the things you plan need a helping hand, I will understand. Always, always, life may not be fair. Always, that's when I'll be there. 
just for an hour Oh, not just for a day Not just for a year But always Usually hate songs and interludes and I don't dance But some of, some of the seniors do So I'm just standing up there looking silly And... <laughs> Life may not be fair always That's when I'll be there always Not just for an hour Oh, not just for a day Not just for a year But always Always Always, all the time. Sorry, on to the next thing. There it is. Yeah. Trying to find the right button. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> God, I really need more practice with those. Ruby, that was incredible. Oh, thank you. I, uh, I've, I've heard your, uh, your music online on your youtube channel and things like that but that's the first time i've heard you sing in person and you have such a beautiful beautiful voice thank you that is incredible i appreciate it and like i said i don't just give compliments if i thought you had a terrible voice i wouldn't have said anything well you can tell me i suck but then i would try harder no that's amazing um and you've got you've got such an incredible gift um that's not a I'm here to tell you, I can't sing like that. Oh. And I, <laughs> I've heard lots of people try to sing like well, you just time did. We'll broadcast from karaoke, and we'll see. How about that? <laughs> we turn. I didn't realize this. I was talking too much. So okay, yeah. Now the mic's dead, and your your headset's back on. Oh, cool. I got to get better at this. It's okay. It's coming. It's coming. We got it. <laughs> well, I, you know, I interjected a new thing. The the headsets. So oh now, yeah. Well, it's a new thing to learn, but. Um, I feel like I need a, a minute to recover from that. That was that was great. Oh, well, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> <laughs> it. Got to get Ruby some more gigs, and and we're gonna have to get you some gigs down in Austin now. I will come. I will come. You build it. I will come. <laughs> there's a there's a venue right across the street, and I think just like everywhere else, um, most of the stuff in Austin has been closed down. All the venues and concerts have been canceled, and things like that. But this this venue across the street. It's always hot. There's there's uh, parking in the back. That's it's like overflow parking. It's completely packed. Um, I tried to get tickets to go see Bill Burr. Okay. The stand up. Yeah. And uh, he had four shows, two nights. Excuse me, two nights, two shows apiece. They went on sale Wednesday at like noon. I didn't get online until Wednesday at like six. All the tickets were sold out. All four shows. Wow! Wow! As soon as they went on on for sale, I guess. Well, because people are, are thirsty for any type of interaction, live yeah. anything, and of course, we want to laugh. So <laughs> there are still venues that are are doing stuff, and then right now, if you look behind us, it'd be hard to see from from the camera mm-hmm. from our YouTube 
people watching. But right behind us, there's just people walking up and down the streets. There's cars trying to get into Billy Bob's. Okay. This, I think, is the world's largest honky-tonk dance oh. thing. I don't know okay. what their title is. But anyway, there's always something going on there. I'll have to try to stick and my every, head in there. Every year during Christmas, there's it's just loaded. Like People come from all over the place to visit family and stuff and then they all get together and they come out here to billy bobs and uh tonight they've got a big event but i was still surprised to see this many people i mean people are trying to get out there yeah (laughs) well they're trying to get out and it's a nice day i I think regardless of the regulations people are just kind of like i'm going out i'll take the chance It's just well, people are overwhelmed. And now the vaccine's out. Yeah. And then so, some people would know. say that if this is living, then what is it really? You know, yeah. fit at home. Like at my, uh, I think I mentioned this last time I talked to you. I lost my father in like 2018. Yeah. But he, you know, he had congestive heart failure and, uh, and he with high blood pressure and all this stuff. And yeah, he was hanging on. But as time went on, he couldn't do the things that he loved. Between right. the medication, all this stuff, he couldn't drink beer. Yeah. He couldn't have sex anymore. He was like, oh, I'm ready to go. I mean, there's nothing there's here. No you can't life. eat yeah. food with salt in it. He was, you know, he was like, nah. And it was funny. He wasn't like he was ailing or anything. I mean, he was walking around doing what he wanted to do. But it was like the things that I enjoy, I cannot do. So what am I trying to say? You know what I mean? Right. So, I mean, no, he didn't jump off or nothing. But, you know, he when when he left us, I felt relieved for him because he yeah. was not enjoying himself right, and right. I think people are right now really need to enjoy themselves because it is just they're going to scream yeah. you know what I mean like I know was it 4th of July I um more people bought fireworks than ever this really? year. Oh, yes. I mean, normally, you know, I might have a neighbor or two that just, you mm-hmm. know, if I would know. Not only did I get some, everybody got some, everybody around me. <laughs> and it was so beautiful, though, because you felt the energy. Everybody just wanted to be outside. Yeah. And they were. And everybody had fireworks. And for like a good hour, the sky was just so bright and everything. It was just amazing, the energy. And now you feel it now. I when I got here, I saw all these people out here. You would think it was like a ball game or something. Right, something people big. just oh my yeah. god! But they just want to be outside, and mm-hmm. it's just but you enjoy it because any other time, you know, you'd be inside playing video games or watching TV. Just and it's like you value being outside with other yeah. people. I was happy to see children over there climbing on the you know statues and stuff because the right. playgrounds had been closed for a while too. Right. So it's just it's good to see everybody. So hopefully, you know, we'll get the vaccine and stuff and people be yeah. cool again and I think we've I think we've hit a maximum allowable limit I don't think that they're, they're gonna keep I don't think they'll be able to keep things shut down anymore because I mean evidence is kind of right in front of us well it's, it's Texas <laughs> <laughs> I just I was I love that about out. Texas Texas does what Texas wants to do yeah <laughs> I mean because I'm from Maryland and Maryland everything's shut down everybody's like no 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 we can't do it and I mean it's a lot of people in a small place especially in Baltimore mm-hmm. but um you know, there's an energy in Texas that just will not be denied. And it's like, look, hey, if I get it, I'm going to deal with it. And that's just what's going to be. And wow. you just, you admire that, hey, look, 
hey, I'm a Texan, and um, you know, we will handle it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's beautiful though. I, it's I love it here. It's <laughs> different. I hear people talk about it all the time, and and for me, being from here and living here most of my life, I it's just kind of baseline normal. But right. You get people from out of state, and they're like, "You guys are different." Oh yeah. It's it's yeah. There's, there's something. Texas tough. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a real thing. But I love it because it's like, hey, oh, you hungry? You go on the forest and shoot something. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. It's what I love about it is because there's always an option. You're yeah. just go, always an option. You know, um, I re- and I love it because that's who I am as a person. So on the East Coast, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. I mean, it's like, how can I say? You can be broke certain places, and everybody's doing bad right now. But it's like certain places where you live, if you're really poor you're not gonna make it because just the infrastructure just doesn't allow um kind of scavenging and you know kind of doing i guess hunting or yeah i mean where you where are you hunting at in in baltimore city you're not (laughs) you know what i mean um and here it's like oh okay the heat's off well you better go in the forest to get some wood but you can and that's the thing you can I remember first moving down here and trying to find my way and different things like that and you know we had a house and it did not have central heat and you know but we had a fireplace and we went into the forest and we got us some wood and that's what we did and it was fine and and we weren't the only ones back there and people were getting what they got and then you found some pecans I mean you can survive you really can until you can do better and I love it because it doesn't get that cold. So, you know what I mean? You you can make it. You know what I mean? I'm sure people, this is not the life they want to be living. But if they were anywhere else, it would be worse. Yeah. And I just, I'm so happy when I see people like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go. And I hear conversations. Well, I'm going to go get some pecans and, you know, and then somebody will find an apple tree or something. And, <laughs> and it's not something on TV. Like, you know, and people get together and they share. And some of the nicest people, you know, I've met down here, people really help. They really help. They see you don't have any, oh, you need something. But, you know, some people be outside like begging you, give them a quarter or something like that. Somebody will buy you a meal like, you know, really like, hey, you need something. You get some food and it is just really, really nice. Now, don't get it twisted. I've been called in burning traffic, too. (laughs) But, you know, (laughs) this is a spectrum. But (laughs) They're out there. They're out there. But you can still feel the love. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can't get away from all the idiots. No, 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 no. But, you know, Leon, uh, Leon Daniels, he was the first one we did this morning at nine o'clock. That dude gets up with the sun, right? Yes, indeed. And uh, we were, we were talking about that after the, after the recording. Uh, He showed me a video of some guy and this, it was some kid probably in his early twenties, just drunk out of his mind. But probably raised in an extremely racist household, and he's shouting the n-word at this dude. Have you seen the video? I, don't I think, think I it might have gone viral. Anyway, this guy's just standing there, and he's like, <laughs> he's not saying anything. He's just kind of teetering on composure and rage, you know. And finally, I mean, the kid goes on for like a full minute. He takes a can of like sweet tea or something and he just bashes that kid in the face and then gets on the ground and starts beating him that's what you get (laughs) yeah he deserved every bit of that beating yeah but um 
anyway, what we were talking about is a conversation we'd had about a week before that, talking about how with us kind of growing up in the military, you mm-hmm. know, when I went into the army, I was 19. I think Leon was probably 18. And uh, we were with people from every walk of life. I mean, all over the country, different countries, and every, you know, race, religion, and creed. And we have to work together in the army, you know. And Uncle Sam doesn't care. When he shoves you into a pl- platoon, you're getting put placed in there by your intelligence level and your aptitude, you know. The skin color doesn't come into it. No. So, you know, when we're, when we're on a bomb-riddled road in the middle of the night somewhere in Iraq getting right. shot at, guess care. what? <laughs> we're buddies. Yes. And there ain't no racism. Here. No, no, not We're at all, all trying to get, get away from the guy that's shooting at Exactly. You know? That's how it should so, be. So, anyway, that's the kind of environment that Leon and I grew up in. And uh, so then moving back into the civilian sector and, and running into just just the craziest forms of racism, even to the point of hearing somebody yell the N-word at somebody right in front of you going, I'm sorry, do you see there's a human here? Like, I heard mm-hmm. you say that. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> well, and, and the, but that's the obvious part. It's a lot of it well, that's yeah, not obvious, sure. even with the, like you said, the words where some people can be extremely racist and not say that word. So you're sitting a, across from somebody you assume is not, and they are. Right. Like, I've been to some senior communities where I've had people walk out. The, the older folks yeah. or yeah. yeah I've seen I've been singing and somebody will get up and say you know this is not right it's not right she's up there and she's all you know and he <laughs> stormed out and he says oh no and you know and yeah. it, it happens and it's fine it's fine it was funny because um <laughs> A friend of mine I was like Hey did you, Do you have the experience Because you know it's, it's, it's not too many African American performers That you know Travel around But sure. you know And I talked to one I said Hey Do you get people Walk out sometimes And he said Well look I'm going to tell you this He said You ever seen those Old movies Like you know Martin Luther King Selma March on Washington He was like this is them. <laughs> they They're the all. ones. They got all in. <laughs> this is who he's singing to. <laughs> See those rotten old races? So, they got old right, and they wear diapers now. Them. So it was, it, but it, it put it in perspective. You yeah. know, I'm not upset because now you know, okay, hey, that was an era. Yeah. You know, and that was how they came up. And that's not changing. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm here. And hopefully, if you're here to listen to me and enjoy, we can enjoy each other's presence. And sometimes you, you change your heart or two. Because some, I will say, I've met people who have never, ever come in contact with an African-American person. Like, really? Yes. Still to I've, this day? To this day, I'm like the first black person. They Where see. were you? <laughs> uh, different parts of, of Texas way really? far back. And, you know, and like they're just like, Texas? yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and but then the experience is like they will touch you and then touch your hair and you know like you know how you get it like that you know and it's legitimate and some people will say it's ignorant but it's just legitimate questions they never seen you before right, right. like you know when I travel back to Baltimore and I go through like places like West Virginia and different places like that which you know I don't even eat in those restaurants because it's so uncomfortable right. but I don't I, it's not personal yeah. they, they've never seen me they really have never seen me so it's like oh hi you know what I mean like are you are you angry how am I I I supposed to be reacting right right now yeah exactly so you know I take the the uncomfortable out of it I'll take that to go it's just 
yeah. you know what I mean but it is what it is but you know what I mean it's just now yeah. when you think about it, you just have bigger things to worry about so yeah. I didn't like okay you know yeah. appreciate you and, and <laughs> keep I, it moving I, that's the kind of thing that like me and Leon were talking about like we just haven't ever encountered stuff like that where it's just like wow oh okay here's what people are talking about when they say there's still a problem you know yeah and that is just so like i'm i'm amazed by the story that you're running into people that have never seen an african-american before mm, no that's so wild not in, not in the flesh and then so then you then the experiences they have had has been on television right those experiences portrayed by hollywood great. yeah right so now you already have an opinion in your mind which is not true mm -hmm. so now okay how do i deal with you are you here to rob the place you know what i mean because yeah. in your mind <laughs> that's what you see so you yeah. don't know so but i there's hope i know there's hope because if you if you look at my family photo right now everybody's in it like okay um both of my adult children are engaged and are about to get married mm -hmm. and my daughter um her fiance is white okay and my son's fiance is mexican okay. and we're just you know it's just one beautiful rainbow in there yeah and, you know we just enjoy ourselves everywhere we go you know yeah we get some stairs but it's just so wonderful at the outlook that of course that their extended family has which is totally accepted both in and and them at my house everybody has free reign and we're just good and yeah. you know it was it's beautiful and you know of course with covid we couldn't really interact so much for christmas but we FaceTimed everybody and every, you know what I mean it's just it's it's a beautiful thing so there's a lot of love I will say in the future generations they don't see it that way yeah. people are people I mean I don't know if you follow hip hop come on one of the greatest rappers alive is white come on I mean Eminem you, you think so I, I mean, mean he definitely had his day <laughs> I mean I've, I've been, I heard he's, he's I heard some there. of his, his recent stuff and I was like man he, yeah he just well because we're, we're comparing him up. with him yeah that's so, right that's right you <laughs> know we have to remember that that we're doing that we're no. still comparing him with the younger version of himself yeah, he'll never be better than he was right but it's still <laughs> him that's you understand true. what I mean that's true but when you look at the world that the children are growing up in, they're growing up in a world that is about, it doesn't have boundaries. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you say, oh, well, black people sing jazz and white people sing this. And, and it's not like that. You know, and white people rap and black people do ballet. And Darius Rucker sings country now. Right. So, you know what I mean? <laughs> Everything is so beautiful and wonderful. And then with the internet, I mean, the internet can be, you know, detrimental, but it's a great tool. I've heard some amazing jazz tunes from, you know, like Japan and China. And yeah. it's like, oh my God, music is just so beautiful and I love it because it it transcends everything you just hear the music mm -hmm. it's just like math math is math it's right. not like math it's, like a, math. it's, it's a universal math. yeah, yeah. And, and when we use it and we need to use those as the tools that we communicate and when we see people as hey oh you know what that was a beautiful contribution just like the sunrise hey you know what it doesn't matter what you look like what you do who you know who you love I like what you did there yeah. you know and I'm gonna tell you I got to tell on myself because I have to tell somebody about this this mistruth that I had. I, I've listened to Huey Lewis in the news my entire life. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up uh, Back to the Future, loving the music and oh, that, great. right? And um, so I guess the other day I was just I had that song stuck in my head, and I'm like, eh, Huey Lewis in the news, and I pulled it up, and there was a white guy, and I'm like, oh, that's not it, and I kept going, and they're all white. I'm like, well, maybe this is like a remake. And I clicked on it. 
and it was the song and I'm like man I always thought Huey Lewis was black because <laughs> his voice just didn't sound like a white dude but Darius Rucker is a, a phenomenal musician all the way around yeah but whenever he's somebody's like you know he sings country now I'm like no way and then I heard the music I'm like that's good mm-hmm. so all kinds of amazing no stuff no more borders no more barriers no, no. That, I think that they were imaginary anyway they- oh hell yeah for sure but then again somebody else brought up a really good point the other day on like one of those internet memes it's like the biggest problem I have with Back to the Future is that a white guy in- invented rock and roll you know <laughs> African Americans have uh, created some amazing music and completely changed the landscape for music in, in, in its whole so you know credit where credit's due but oh yeah i'm okay with the the lines blurring now but yeah you know we can't we can't say michael j fox invented rock and roll no 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 we can't but you know it's it's and i think people have to remember sometimes when people talk about like stealing and different things like that they have to understand that they operate it within the parameters of that their time yeah and now don't get it twisted there's a lot of theft going on always yeah adaptations But, but also sometimes as an african-american or just a minority person if you wanted your music heard you would beg somebody white to put their face on it because oh yeah you wanted it heard yeah so you're just like i don't want this thrown in the trash or you know what i mean so please my white friend can you say if i said hey andrew look i want people to like this yeah so you say it's yours because i just want it out yeah of course you you know people don't realize that there are a lot of favors being done too you know what i mean it wasn't all bad that makes sense yeah (laughs) I hadn't thought about it like that, but there was there was a lot of that, right? I oh mean, yeah, you got yeah. People I mean, writing the music behind the scenes and somebody else singing it. Well, because you couldn't it, because of the times, you couldn't really admit, "Hey, these are my friends." So you had to instead be the face of your friends yeah. to get their music out and get their stuff promoted, and then eventually you say, oh, "Well, you know that's him, right?" Oh okay you know what I mean yeah. and then sometimes once it was introduced kind of the bait and switch type thing right. it was like oh well I do like that you got any more you yeah. know what I mean so you know it is it is what it is We as time goes by we find out more of that oh yeah and you know because yeah there's an ugly part of history there's a beautiful part too and I think we need to bring that to the forefront as well so that we can get it all as a collective I think a lot of times people tend not to want to look at the nasty part because they don't think that there was anything nice there too and it was there was a lot of beautiful things that took place and if we look at it as a whole then we can kind of figure out what happened so we don't do it again yeah and you know just keep it moving i I think a lot of people assume people are mad and they're not we just Mm -hmm. we want it over yeah you know (laughs) just like go we want it over you know you've got the logical people Mm -hmm. like you said or trying to champion the the you know no one's mad let's just get around this kind of thing you've got those people and then you've got some people that are 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 trying to help people write their next book you know true trying mm. to trying to keep the 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 racism ball rolling so that they can get their next bestseller out yeah um, yeah but true. and then you've got people that still remain from bygone errors and i like the way you put that about that that guy that stood up and had a, some type of objection to you singing at his home right? right because that that's uh ignorance or not it's his upbringing and it's not excusable behavior but in order for somebody to understand it so that they don't become enraged they need to understand that he was brought up like that 
it's not okay that he's like that. Mm-hmm. You're not going to change it. Nope. So just understand that the reason he's like that is because of his experiences and how he was brought up. Right. It's not entirely his fault. We're we are a product of our environment. But like I said, not excusable. Oh, yeah. Well, but, because I know the people were like apologizing. Oh, my God, I'm sorry. I'm like, yes, but you have to understand this is his home. <laughs> I'm in his house. <laughs> You know, so he has every right to leave well, he's the room. Got, yeah, he's got every right to yeah, leave the room and know. let other people enjoy your amazing voice. <laughs> you yes, yes. I, I, I would have <clears throat> had to contain myself because I know my knee-jerk reaction would have been um, being very upset with that man. So <laughs> It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. But yeah, we have fun. But like I said, I, you, you'd be surprised. I mean, it, and I don't think it's so much um, racism now. It's like because of the, like you said, the bygone era. Um, I do have trouble getting booked certain places because people aren't sure mm-hmm. of the reaction to certain places. Like one place I went to, and I think it was out in Carrollton. And the lady said, I have to admit, you're the first African-American person I've booked here. And it's because I was unsure of how people were going to react Hmm. she said but you're so good i hoped that they would just enjoy the music and not see (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know what i mean but she was right and um they you could tell that they were weren't used to it yeah but they enjoyed it they enjoyed it it was fine there were no issues or altercations but i i run into that quite a bit where people are really kind of a little squeamish about it because they're like hey i don't want to upset anyone yeah and so you know as time goes on you know they'll try it but you know it gets it's it's interesting still some places where you know i've been some where i've visited other friends performing as well and they're like oh who are you here to see you know, oh, okay, you know, like making sure I had a ticket and all my papers were co- correct and everything. Yeah, all my papers. Oh yeah, it's funny, and it was really funny because, of course, I'm I'm close to the performers that were performing at the time, and so you know, like there's these three white men and they're up here singing, and you know, and they're very attractive guys. So all the you know senior ladies in the front row are just swooning over them, and they're just, I mean, you know, they're just really, you know, and it's one of them is I'm not going to mention his name because he might be mad. But um, he's look, he's Australian and he's very attractive, but he's also kind of like he be wears a tuxedo to work every day. Okay, and he's like a dead ringer for like a cross between James Bond and Frank Sinatra. So you can imagine how these ladies are feeling, <laughs> and it's like a trio of three guys up here and they're performing. I wanted to see their performance with friends, and um, it was so funny. So he gets out here and he's singing his you know signature piece that makes them all just go. Gaga and it was funny because you know everybody's you know I'm the only brown person in the audience it's so funny so he's like hey am I gonna make you blush he says are you blushing are you blushing he walks right over to me he said are you blushing (laughs) and I said I'm doing it now can't you tell (laughs) and you know everybody loosened up at that point you know and they're like oh okay it's okay you can talk and then after that the lady that was sitting next to me and you could tell she was apprehensive because you know there it was kind of a packed show and she kind of like moved over a little bit and I mean like I said she just she don't know me you know and after he came over and told his little joke oh my god and she's got her arm around me and we're singing they sang sweet caroline we got our arms raised (laughs) and and we had an amazing time she took a selfie with me and you know it was great you know what i mean but that was her first experience and she had a hell of a time you know what i mean great great time but like i said sometimes you just kind of it has to be in your face a little bit for you to actually have to deal with and then you realize you know what 
I like that. That was that was okay. And it's okay if you don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what people don't realize too. It's okay if you don't. Hey, I don't like your face. I don't like you know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your face. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's heavy. I I just yeah, it's just a subject that's been coming up a lot with me and LJ talking about it. But um, he's the guy that sponsors uh, the show through GW District. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You, I've yeah. heard it, yeah. So um, GW District is a black-only marketplace for black-owned businesses. And he's got 110 businesses wow. nationwide that are putting their products out there. But the reason I bring it up now is they just started doing services. Oh. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna holler at LJ tonight and make sure he's got your contact information. Okay. And because they do services, so you you have a service that that should be on this directory. And uh, thank you. I appreciate so it. so I I think that would be a a good a good plus for Ruby. Get, yes. get your name out there a little Need more. Need my name out there and want now warn them. Because you don't even need... Disclosure. I'm black. <laughs> I don't need... You don't need a, a resume with a voice like that. Just, uh, just sing. Not anymore. When I sang opera, you need one. You need one. But um, yeah, now it's it's, it's better. <laughs> no. But I hope... Yeah, I hope um, people invite me to come. I I enjoy it so much. I know one lady came to me and she said, Well, you belong on Broadway and I'm going to see to it that you get there. And I said, Oh, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I said, it's Because I've been there. You know all the different opera places, and I've enjoyed it. And it, it's it was wonderful, a very grandiose lifestyle right. that you have to portray almost every hour of the day, which it got exhausting for right. me. Yeah. Um, but I've never experienced the level of appreciation like I do in the senior community. Yeah. I will I will do this till I die. I just I love them, and when they walk up to you and they say that they enjoyed you, they like you were saying. You, they mean it. They're not going to just lie to you because they, trust me, certain songs they tell you that they don't. I know this one man, he is sharp as a tech. He told me, he said, well, look, song number three, um, you need a new background. That wasn't exciting at all. But song number four, I really enjoyed. Um, song number five, it was really, really good. You know that comes in a different language. You should try it. And he ran down my entire program to me after the program and just told me what he wanted, what he didn't want. And next time you come, I want you to sing this song, which I better get to work on because I'm supposed to be there uh, later on this month but you know they they just enjoy it so much and they appreciate you coming and they they know what they're talking about they're mm -hmm. connoisseurs they've been all over and everything and they've heard everyone and they really like thank you so so much and it just it's so genuine you yeah. know what i mean and i wouldn't trade the feeling that i get performing for them for the world i mean because it's it's real you know what I mean? They didn't have to come, and they know you didn't have to come, and they are just so happy you came, and they and they and they dress for it. Yeah, they dress for it. I mean, they have little outfits on and everything, and they are ready. And they said, you know, this one lady told me something, and it made me feel really great. She said, you know what? You made me feel like I was back in the outside world. Nice. And I really appreciate you coming here to do that. That's priceless. And I was to like, them. Sure. wow, that's so awesome. So, yeah. So, I'm staying with my senior friend. Did you get the background story on that, or the the gentleman that came up and gave you that critical review of your, your lineup? Did you get a background on him? 
Like, um, what must I he have been into before? <laughs> I didn't, but you know, it's, it was it was one of the more upscale upscale senior homes, and everybody in there's a doctor or a musician or something. And it was funny because they wanted me to do a classical piece at one point in time. They said, "Hey, you should sing something classical. We know you sing opera." Yeah. And my big excuse all the time is it's well you know opera is an acoustic performance so i wouldn't feel right doing it with the track or mics or anything so i would need a pianist with me and they said oh so and so so and so is a pianist he can do and i'm you know what I mean so I, I could so I can't use that as an excuse but that room is full of people like that yeah. so trust me he's probably an old instructor at a conservatory or something so now you know you got to make sure you you know what you're doing and what you're talking about when you go there but he was just so you know very I mean it was he was critical but it was like in a real helpful way like yeah. hey look I love that song but you need a new background that was boring and he was you know still like loving it the whole time but it was like like, hey, what would make me love it more if you did this? And, you know, I, I appreciated that. That was good. That's the kind of criticism we all need, including podcasters. You can reach me at media at fortworthroots.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've been telling people like crazy, like, you need to tell me what I'm doing right and wrong. It's, I, I, I listen to a few. And, of course, I watch, you know, like the ones that they televise on TV. And, I mean, this is just like that i mean you know you make people feel really comfortable talking to you and everything it doesn't hurt that you're attractive so you don't have to you don't have to look i don't want to look at him i don't want to look at you can just look at him so it's it's really cool so when you know it's when you watch the video you know and you're sitting here and you're talking and joking and vibing and it's really cool i mean i enjoy it and listening to your other shows and and the people you have on are really really nice like uh what's the other guy was lucas lucas peterson yeah he's a sweetheart and i mean i feel like i've never met him i feel like he's my friend yeah you know what i mean so um (laughs) hopefully one day i'll meet him too but you know you have some really cool people that follow you and then follow the people on your show and they genuinely you know just promote and supportive and you know what i mean like lucas is active on my page you know what i mean and i'm like wow well gee thanks those are the kind of people i'm really trying to to connect with you know because um he's he's into the same stuff i am and you know you're a creator and those are the people i want to surround myself with so me too and, and you know it's it's nothing just to take somebody hey you know what ruby was over here doing this one thing let me let me put it over here where my people are at and share that and you know and then lucas sees it and he shares it with his people i, I love that yeah i think if everybody really really did that people would be especially content creators mm-hmm would really be a lot better off and a lot further along but sometimes we're afraid oh my people aren't gonna like it or this you can't even worry about that it's like hey i believe in what this person is trying to do and i would promote it and you'd be surprised excuse me that um when you believe in something people believe in it in other words and i tell my kids this all the time if you're performing whatever it is it could be you know the hokey pokey dance but if you believe in it enough to be up there then people will think that you don't think it's bullshit (laughs) and they'll be like you know what that was the best hokey pokey dance ever because you know if you're doing it you believe in it and you need to bet on yourself and if you start betting on yourself other people will bet on you it's like okay well he's going for it whatever it is he's going for and i like the fact that he's going for it so 
I'm gonna go for it too. So yeah, I'm. I try to promote all my friends. Like when you do stuff, I'm like hey, my friend, this, and this, and I, you know, I put you on my Instagram page and stuff like that. And so Thank I'm not you. the most tech savvy, but yeah. when I. Tr- can try to promote everybody's doing the thing because it's you know we have to lift each other up and and it doesn't take much especially now with you know social media it's free you know what yeah. i mean it's not like you're asking me to spend 50 dollars on a ticket even though i would if i had it yeah. you know i can do that i can click share yeah, <laughs> yeah. i can it doesn't do that cost anything but time <clears throat> that's uh one of the most surprising things about entrepreneurship is anytime you get into anything and i, I talk to plenty of different entrepreneurs in different fields whenever you break off onto your own and i know you've gone through this too um you you expect a certain level of uh kind of give a shit from the people around you support yeah support yeah and and you know the first time i got into to business for myself i was amazed at the lack of support and this is not to talk negatively about uh my friends and loved ones but it's just it, it's a it's a very odd phenomenon that you don't expect. You know, you'll 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 put something out there and expect a little bit of help with it, and it's it's genuinely not, or generally it's not there. And so you're forced to kind of recreate and rebrand and figure out different avenues to get your message out. To strangers, <laughs> it's it's not your friend's responsibility to help you with your endeavors, but you with it being as important as it is to you you expect like people are going to pick up on that and kind of kind of help you along and it just it doesn't work like that well i think people don't understand the entrepreneur the entrepreneur is a different breed it's a maverick it's you know to be first of all <clears throat> People don't realize how scary that shit is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In other words, you decided to break away from having a regular paycheck that you could set your watch by. Right. And, you know, you're out here surviving it and you've got a plan that changes from moment to moment and you've got to make it work. Right. You've got to put all your eggs in one basket and it better work. Yeah. It's got to. Yeah. And people don't realize that this is your life's blood you put your blood sweat and tears in this you believed in it so much that you're calling it a thing hey this is my thing i'm selling this just like when and i I tell like my friends and my family this all the time when somebody is walking up to you and they say hey you know i'm selling hairbrushes or whatever you're not buying a hairbrush you're buying into that person you know what you're out here by yourself selling hairbrushes yeah and I need to make you not feel stupid right now. Yeah. So if I've got five bucks, that will change your perspective on the decision that you made of trying to feed yourself doing this and how scary that must be. Yeah. I can do that. I can give you a dollar. I can give you five dollars. I can buy into what it is you're trying to do because you're not buying a product. You're buying into that person trying to start their business and get going. And of course, sometimes, guess what? It's not the best work sometimes. It's not the best craftsmanship. But the whole point is because their budget is low. So maybe they can get better. But the whole point is, do I believe in you and what you're trying to do? So if you're trying to sell me something and I've got it, or let's just say I don't have it, because I've told people, like people try to sell their CDs, like, oh, it's 10 bucks. And you know what? It needs to be 10 bucks because I know what you spend on studio time. 
and practice time and the beats that you had to pay for. Mm-hmm. You know, it needs to be in 10 bucks for you to break even and you probably didn't pay your rent this oh, month. Oh, by the way, they got rent. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so it needs to be 20, honestly, yeah. for him to make anything. So I might not have the 10 or the 20 that he's asking for, but I'll say, hey, I see what you're trying to do here. I don't have it, but this is what I do have because I do believe in what you're trying to do. And I want you to continue to try because sometimes people just want to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're always this close to giving up because, of course, you, you can't eat that. You can't eat right. hopes and dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely can't pay your bills with them. Get so, quick. Right. Yeah. So sometimes I might just have two dollars. Like, hey, look, this is yours. I just came from the laundromat. It's in quarters. Here you go. I've you know what that. I mean? Yeah. And it makes a difference. So, And I've, I've met people and seen them later and it's like, you know what? I couldn't wait till you came to the store because I know you always give me a couple quarters and, you know, <laughs> I ate today because of that. I and know. then they're doing better and different things like that so you know i just try to tell everybody if you know anybody who's trying to do anything on their own you know because they could be doing something else they really could something even illegal you know yeah, what i mean right. and and we don't even get into legality it's just whether <laughs> the government can tax it <laughs> yeah. but anyway you know what i mean but try to patronize them if you can right. and if you can't afford what they're selling give them something or find somebody who wants it you know what I mean? Some find some, hey, look, I don't have it, but my friend so-and-so, I'll give them your number or something. Try to help them. We need people like that to continue to create and do what they do. It's it's not, it's a calling. They can't it, They can't stop that. It, you can't get away from that. Yeah. I cannot get away from doing my music as a business. That's who I am. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if I was working at Walmart, I'd be singing in the line or doing something. You know, you can't get away from that. And so when people really dare to live their dreams, you know, it's an expensive price tag that, you know, they can't always afford to pay up front. Right. Yet. They are. They're paying with, you know, cold nights and, you know what I mean, sleeping on somebody's couch and all all the naysayers, you know what I mean? So it's just that if you can help somebody just with even an encouraging word, if they're trying to do their thing, please, please, please do. Because it's harder than ever right now to be yourself. Yeah. And they're trying so hard to do that. And then eat <laughs> on top of that. Eating the next episode. <laughs> Something I bring up a lot since my uh, recording with Dr. Stevie Don, and I think that was, I, I know it was with uh, right around Michael Vest, but I think she might have been episode 16. Anyway, it's Dr. Stevie Don, and she talks about bridge work. Um, to, to anybody that's an aspiring musician or creator, or maybe you, you are an entrepreneur in the making, you you get your idea and you start working on that idea but a lot of entrepreneurs and kind of including myself jump off into the entrepreneur landscape before they have a good bridge built you know what i mean it's hard so you you might end up sleeping on that couch for a while yeah you know you will but you will. dr cv don talks about you know the bridge work is go get yourself a job work on you know your thing and of course this is not for you that 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 i'm talking about but Whenever we're we're doing these podcasts, we're talking to a broad audience, and somebody that's uh, you know looking to you as a role model might think, "Well, I'm going to do what Ruby says, and I'm just going to jump out there and get after it, and I'll sleep on couches." <laughs> but it's okay to do just a little bit of, of bridge work. Right? Oh yes, yeah. and and also don't see. And if anybody asks me, I will tell them quickly. 
that dream is is expensive and i have broken off i've driven up i've had many jobs i'm driven a bus i do doordash even now Mm-hmm. Okay, even now, I go to that mailbox, and if there's not a check in there from one of the senior communities I work for, I'm dashing that day, yeah. all day, right. to get what I need to get to pay my bills. So, yeah, don't, no, no, I'm not pretending that it, no, no it's not all fun and games. You, you definitely have to have a thing. That's why I'm grateful so much for the gig economy booming the way that it has, right. because, <clears throat> sorry, it allows a lot of people who are artists to be able to work and still be available that's the hard part because i have a lot of people because of covid leave the business so far as singing senior communities because they couldn't afford to pay their bills so they had to get nine to five so now when the sporadic call comes through they can't go yeah because they're working so it's great to be dashing i've done that and gotten a call ruby can you come yeah yeah i can let me let me drop off these fries and i'll be right there okay people have seen me dressed in all kinds of things dropping off food so you know what i mean you got to do what you got to do but um just yeah but just don't be afraid to try it but yeah you you definitely you need a job how great is that too (laughs) that we have things like that now um you know, DoorDash or Uber or whatever, where people can lift, you know, just, all that. Just just make a little bit of extra money on the on the side while they're in between things, or maybe to supplement a job that's not paying all the bills. I mean, that's, it changed my life. I mean, great. I will tell people it it changed my life. I when I got to I came to Dallas because you know people said, hey, if you want to do music. Texas is the way I mean of course they said Austin I couldn't get that far but you know they said you know you got a music, friend there now? come to the Metroplex right <laughs> come to the Metroplex you'll figure it out yeah. and we came here I packed all my kids in a Mustang okay and drove to Dallas and so you know we got here we didn't know what to do you know we had some family and friends help us out you know and of course eventually the Mustang met its end and we're carless in Texas what the hell <laughs> you know what I mean it was crazy yeah. um but with the gig economy when Lyft came out down here it changed everything at first I rented a vehicle to do the Lyft mm-hmm. and was doing Lyft it was making enough money to you know eventually pay for a vehicle I was able to buy one then like I said the e-scooters came I did that for a while I mean I have had a lot of jobs <laughs> but it got me to this point yeah. where I was able to you know get my car so that when people called I could do that and in the meantime I could stay available to sing when people call because you know calls were like once a month twice a month then eventually you know they started filling out but oh I mean it it can save your life especially for people that you know sometimes you don't like to work for people you know I mean you can't deal with people in your face all the time or and some people you know have issues where they just can't punch a clock they just can't it's just them and that allows them to be able to feed themselves and be functional you know it's a lot of people especially like veterans and things like this that you know look they just can't do it you know what I mean and you it's okay to be broken but it's a way now that you can really care for yourself and not be homeless and you don't have to conform you can just be you and work the times that you need to work and then when it's time to take a break, you can take a break. Yeah. And it's it's beautiful. I mean, that has changed the lives of so many people. Mine, definitely. I know my mom's going to get after me. You don't tell me you used to be poor. <laughs> I am poor. <laughs> Do you think automation is going to 
disrupt all that? I mean, it's been such a, a glorious windfall of uh, available work for an impoverished community. And, and now we're moving into an era where probably in the next five years, Uber and all that other stuff. Uh, I saw today that California has its first delivery automated service uh, I guess up and running now where it, it will do all the DoorDash stuff. Mm. The restaurant worker puts the food in the thing and then the machine drives to the location and the person comes out of the house, grabs the stuff and the machine goes on its way. Yeah, it, it will and it won't. It's kind of like, um, like, go back to a Star Wars reference here, but That's it's okay. like you have the, the droids mm-hmm. and then you still had people you had you know you had the rebels and then there was the black market there was the marketplace so i don't think the marketplace will ever die um because there are people that want to deal with people there are people that want handmade things there are people that want to even now when you call you get the automated system trying to pay a bill i want to talk to a person you know what i mean so i don't i think I, I in our lifetime probably not because we still want to talk to people yeah. and you know because there are things that right maybe I don't know if they get more sophisticated but right now when you're especially trying to pay your bill and negotiate pay dates and things that like, you can't do that with a computer so um, you're going to always need a person yeah. you know what I mean I think and well I mean, Human beings are going to always find a way to be necessary. Don't, don't, no, no, we're we're not going to just work ourselves out of necessity. But um, if we can help, it. yeah, no, no, no. But yeah, there's going to be a way that we're all. Some people always are going to want to talk to a person. Yeah. You know, now there. Don't get it twisted. There's a certain amount of efficiency that goes with, you know. Hey, this is here, there. You can track it. It's a person, and then it takes out of the. It takes the interface out of you know, like you say, racism, for instance that's gone you know but then it's a new racism some people don't like droids yeah, <laughs> yeah I, can, I can see me 90 years old I'm at a nursing home screaming at the robot that's singing this is ridiculous I remember when people used to sing get it out of here everybody's shaking their head like oh, this this specious I think oh, that's what you call them. Yeah. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> that would be interesting. You know, just come in and play videos or something. But um, <laughs> no, but I think, see, that's one thing we need as human beings is we need people. Yeah. We need that and interaction. We need interaction. People need to be touched. People need to be talked to. You know, there's a certain, it, call it science, call it magic, whatever. It's just something about a in person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's not going to change. And I think people will start to see maybe a deterioration because of the amount of, you know, automated things and then start to say, wait a minute, but let's put a person in there with them and, you know, they'll see the difference. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, we're, we're going to see a dip for a moment but you know me personally I'm going to make sure that I stay involved with people as much yeah. as possible not to mention I don't like things that malfunction and yeah. things malfunction and, and sometimes when they malfunction they malfunction in a big way yeah. so I wouldn't want them to malfunction like around my stuff like my food or <laughs> so I'd be upset so, so. You, you think humans are going to kind of go out of style and then come back like bell bottoms yeah, okay. I do. I do. Okay. I mean, it's it's going to be, you know, kind of like a, a new world for a while. You'll be like, oh, yeah, we needed that. And then it's going to be like, uh. you know, you know how you try a new thing and then you realize uh, you should have asked yourself, should I have done that? <laughs> and so that is going to be one of the things that we 
try that we probably shouldn't have done because we need the thing but you have to learn that lesson first you know sometimes some seem like a dumb idea but you're like, ah, let's do it and then you realize that was that was dumb i knew it was <laughs> dumb when i tried it but should have gone with my yeah, instincts yeah yeah but um no we're gonna it's gonna come back but we're gonna have to see it for what it is because you you know we have this insatiable need of just doing stuff because we can and so you know after a while we realize you know what let's let's not let's just no we're not let's not do that so but we'll see we'll see but um i'm gonna try to keep you know as many human beings going as i possibly can if a, if a robot knocks up and says oh selling candy for a fundraiser i'm gonna scream <laughs> <laughs> get out of here you stinking robot well, I would be um, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you if you would like to sing another song for us. Oh, okay, sure. I, I would put you on the spot it. here. Were you just ready for one song today? Oh, you know, it, I, you got to always be ready, honestly. <laughs> so, no, that's fine. I mean, and I enjoyed the first something. one so much. Okay. This seems wrong for me not to have asked. Not a problem. <laughs> Let's see if I can find. Uh, I'll try to do better on the the board here this time oh it is what it is okay i have something let's see if i can fit on this chair you want to use that mic again uh yeah or i don't know let's try this one see what it look okay. people look they can leave it in the comments which one they like better. okay <laughs> y'all heard what it sounds like with the regular dynamic microphone now you get to see what the dynamic headset microphone now you probably like. hear all my little cracks and slivers in here <laughs> excuse me Alrighty, here we go. We ready? We're ready. Let's see what we got here. Maybe I'm not ready. Am I ready? Here we go. Goodbye. No use leading with our chins. This is where our story ends. Never lovers, ever friends So goodbye Let our hearts call it a day But before you walk away I sincerely want to say I wish you bluebirds in the spring To give your heart a song to sing And then a kiss But more than this I wish you love and in July, a lemonade to cool you in, a leafy glade. I wish you health, but more than wealth, I wish you love. My breaking heart, and I agree that you and I could never be. So with my best, my very best, I set you free. I wish you shelter from the storm, a cozy fire to keep you warm. 
But most of all, when snowflakes fall, I wish you love. Is that interlude again? <laughs> Ruby Weston, everybody. Thank you. That. Oh, you can keep going. We, oh, I was just, I just chimed in because there was an talking. interlude. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> Our cigarette lighters out there. <laughs> My breaking heart, and I agree that you and I could never be. So with my best, my very best, I set you free. I wish you shelter from the storm, a cozy fire to keep you warm. But most of all, when snowflakes fall, I wish you love. Got it that time. Thank you. <laughs> Ruby Weston, you have a gift from the universe. Oh, thank so you. So beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hopefully I when I hear voice. it back, I'm like, ooh. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I did a good job. These audio technicas, like, I today this is the third recording. I've got one more to do. So you, you remember me telling you I did the first ten episodes, no editing. Right? Yes, yes. And then I, you know, dove into them, started editing. I'm like, oh my god, what did I do? I'm hoping today doesn't turn out like that with these headsets. They sound okay. It sounds fine. I you mean, know. I can't imagine it being, you know, yeah. messed up. So we're all <laughs> in here. So because uh, last time I think we were just doing this in the mics, right? Like, yeah, we just had the microphone, right? So, so. no, I think because this is a single unit, we should be good. And especially good. you already hear the balance, so right, we right. should be good. I've been over here kind of tweaking it and playing with it, but you sound phenomenal. And if it doesn't come out perfect, it's my fault because you have a very beautiful voice. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate it. I'm just so grateful you having me back. I, I enjoyed this so much. We, we would do really this fun. every day if I had my choice. Hey. Me and Ruby. Let's work it, would it out. The, we'll it, would, it would cease to be the Fort Worth Roots show and it'd be the Andrew and Ruby, or the Ruby and Andrew. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd put your name first. But yeah, we should get together. And like every so often, we'll just talk about stuff. Yeah. <laughs> be I'd, our I'll, music I'll try to movie put reviews. some stuff together in Dallas. That way, you're not having to drive all the way out here. I know it's a. I enjoy a it. I do not mind it. Hopefully, one day, maybe I'll do a concert and you can broadcast from there. That would be cool. Man, that'd, that'd be, be sweet. Fun. It'd be cool. So, we'll, we'll, we'll do some fun stuff. Yeah, so. I'd love to do that. Um, uh, Michael Vespa and his wife were here earlier, and they, they're the owners of Sweetie's Cheesecakes. Ah, uh, cheesecake, yeah. Dude, I like cheesecake, but they're cheese. I tried to save you one. Ah! <laughs> Listen to this story. So they they brought me two, and they're like four ounces a piece for four and a half ounces in these little mason jars. I'm like, I might save one of these for Ruby. And then I ate one, and I was like, I'm going to have to eat the second one. <laughs> that is quite so right. I, I messed up. Well, that's okay. I will. Where are they? They're well, now they're inside me. <laughs> not the people, <laughs> not the cheesecake. Well, they are not inside me. They are at. You can find them at Summer Moon Coffee Houses, and those are located kind of all over the place. Okay. And then um, sweetiescheesecakes.com. You'd want to go there and check out all their locations because they, they're they trying to pick up different ones all over the place. And there's a new hotel. I think it's called True. 
Okay. I've, I've Somewhere here in the area. And they uh, have their products there and just they're all over the place okay well um, order some i love cheesecake rodney is crazy about cheesecake so yeah. i would definitely have to reward him with a slice they've of even cheesecake. got a place uh down in buddha uh, excuse me buda texas which is just outside of austin and i can't remember the name of the place they just told me about it but they also have their cheesecakes there but this is not just cheesecake this is this is incredible and i told him i was like whenever you decide to scale this and go national you'll be able to put your price point at whatever you want because it's that good wow it's oh, well, really I good they, the branding is good the little containers are cute and, i mean michael and his wife are just incredible folks so okay they make this so they actually make, they make the it cheesecake. they don't even have a kitchen right now so what, what? they do is they they'll rent a kitchen bring their stuff in, make the make the cheesecakes in these little individuals, and then they ship them anywhere that two-day shipping will take them. Okay. They put these little freezer packs in and they ship them out. Anyway, all that to say, they, they were talking about bringing me to, to one of their events and doing a live show there, and then, yeah, I could do, do one with you and hey, just make a whole thing go. out of like, it. Yeah, yeah, that would be awesome. We'll be That'd their be cool. cheesecake t- taste testers. Oh, yeah. As long as we <laughs> we'll work for cheesecake, it'll be great. Yeah. So, that's good. Well, I'm definitely going to order some because I love cheesecake. So, And yeah. now that I don't have any singing to do for a couple days because I can't eat cheesecake and sing, but yes, I will really? get some. Well, the, the dairy will coat your throat and um, you'll like just have all this phlegm and stuff like that. So That's why I can't sing, Ruby. I'm so always eating cheesecake. cheesecake. That's it. That's it. <laughs> the, afterwards, then I treat myself to the cheesecake. Yeah. So I'm going to find me something where me and Ryder are going to go splurge right now. My other kids are like, what? So <laughs> when they hear this, so, yeah, like he gets to travel with me. We eat everywhere. We go to Next time we're going to have to bring Rodney on with us. Yeah, he's so bashful. Oh, that's but, okay. I, yeah. I can handle that. Yeah, well, we would love to because um, he's really trying to get up and running with his, you know, photography. He does all my videos, mm-hmm. all my videos. And needless to say, his software is expensive, but yeah. it's worth it because I try to trust him with big projects and things like that. And like I said, with people and entrepreneurs, if you can trust them with something, they it's just they will try so hard for you. I mean, it's not That's because right. he's my son. He knows that I've trusted him with something because I care about what he's trying to do mm-hmm. and he does his best and he's been doing a phenomenal job so and look this is a shameless plug for me but if you do go to YouTube Ruby Weston concerts on YouTube you will see some of the amazing videos that he's done like we've done some live ones but the ones that we do in the studio with green screen and different things like that he has done some phenomenal things with editing and pictures and he's just he's amazing he really is. he's only 14 and yeah. he does an amazing job well, and he, he obviously enjoys it I mean last time I saw him he had his bag and he's working with this camera stuff and today again he's over there working on some stuff so he's he's got a passion for it um what uh your youtube is it just ruby weston they can look it up on youtube they can look at ruby weston concerts Concerts. but if you say ruby weston it'll pop up and then of course i put a lot of the videos on facebook as well i will also be uploading a lot more videos as the coming days come because a lot of my senior friends couldn't make it to my concerts because of the covid testing Mm -hmm. and so until they get the results back they weren't allowed to attend any of the public functions so i promised them that i would put 
them on YouTube for them to see them, but anybody can see them. And um, yeah, Ruby Weston concerts on Facebook and um, YouTube, and you can get all of the things. And then my daughter Jasmine, she's five, and she has like a few songs on there too. So <laughs> you know, some. it's but yeah, <laughs> so, she's adorable. Thank you, thank you. So much. I will put some notes in here to to anybody that's watching the YouTube video, or if you're just listening on the podcast, you can look in the show notes or in the YouTube description, and I'll put all of Ruby's information in there so that you can find her. Also, any of the stuff we talk about on the show is on the Facebook page. Um, so, Fort Worth Roots Facebook page. You can go there. You're going to see Ruby West and all of our other guests and whatever they've been up to. I tell everybody, and I'll tell you too, send me stuff directly because I might miss it. Like, if you post something, okay, I might miss it. So, if you'll send it to me directly or tag me or something, I'll put it on my social media. Oh, Just cool. make sure it's shareable. Oh, Sometimes that comes up. Oh, no, no. So, <laughs> yeah, but, no. Yeah, well, I want to support you. I want to support everybody that comes on the show just to kind of help pay it forward because you guys are helping me by coming on the show and singing with your beautiful voice. Well, and, thank you. And uh, Michael bringing me his cheesecakes. And yes. <laughs> She's just saying that word, just cheesecakes. I it can't just stop. makes everything I, better. I really do think I made myself sick eating those two things earlier. Really? I was like, Ruby's going to get here. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecakes. Well, everybody eat one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two is too many, Just, just so you know. So. That'd be cool. Now, that'd be a thing. Like you, every all your guests can get cheesecake when they come. See, I put like idea. the next time I come, see, he's gonna have cheesecake for me. You guys, that's a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, yeah. See what you did there. Yeah, I'll be hitting up Michael. Michael, we gotta work something out. Yeah, I need cheesecakes for all my guests. There you go. It'll work, and then we just. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Sweet. Well, All right. I'm well, let's let get out of here. But um, next time I'm in town, we got to do it again. Yes. All no right. problem. If not. Hey, what, Austin's how far from here? It's not far. It's uh, from right here. It's about three hours and some change. I have never been. Let's All do right. it. Hit the okay. rope. <laughs> I'll try to. I'll try to come up with something like maybe an event or something we could do. Cool. Not a problem. I'm so. around. All right. Well, I'll hit the intro and Fort Worth roots. Thank y'all for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Another big thank you to Ruby Weston for coming back on the show. And thank y'all for listening. This is the third episode of a four-part series we did down in the stockyards. And um, these people just dropped what they were doing and came out to see me. It was a last-minute trip that I made down to Fort Worth for Christmas. And so it was like a a no-notice call-out to all of our previous guests uh, that I could get a hold of that had time to... To do an episode so thank you all thank thank you everybody that participated in that including you ruby thank you ruby weston's first episode episode 12 is fort worth roots uh, most played episode people love ruby weston and um, it's not just her podcasting skills this woman's incredible and you might have uh, a need for her services at some point she will sing anywhere you'll let her So if you have an event or if you know somebody at a long-term care facility that needs entertainment for their senior community, go to rubywestonconcerts.com. You can also find her on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Ruby Weston Concerts. I already gave a big shout-out to our international listeners. I love looking at this interactive map. It's the coolest thing ever. I don't know how they're finding us. 
but we've got listeners in Germany and India and all over the place, little bitty pockets all over the world. But wherever you are listening to this show, thank you, and um, I truly appreciate it. Every single time you listen to one of these episodes, it shows up on the analytics. We do have a YouTube channel. If you ever want to see what's going on rather than just hear it on your favorite podcast platform, you can find us, Fort Worth Roots, on YouTube or on all the, the things, Fort Worth Roots. I actually came up with a name that nobody thought of yet. I know. It's because it doesn't make any sense. That's why nobody has that name. But I don't care. Thanks for listening to the show. Um, I don't have anything else to say to you right now, but I will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Hope you're having a wonderful week. I'm currently iced in to my apartment in Austin, Texas. It's ridiculous outside. Everything is closed, and I'm going a little out of my mind. So I'm probably just going to work on pack podcast stuff all day that's the move right yeah but at noon at noon it's time to drink alcohol maybe maybe not maybe that's not the move maybe i should just do some sit-ups my phone just went off and my taquitos are ready today's gonna be awesome see you next week bye bye